0: shall be brought to life in this meeting when I say that I mean it most times our life is full of dead things some of you your morale have been killed some people their hope have been killed because of the things that they have seen some people their faith has been killed Some people, it is their relationship that Satan aborted. Some people, it is their vision. Some people could be parts of the organs of their body. Some people have been very buoyant before, but now, some have been liquid before. You had resources and finances before, and the devil shut down all your resources. Whatever the enemy had put to death in your life, if you are conscious with me, I am sure you will respond. The Lord told me that tonight he will do things will come back to life. It is a resurrection night. But before we go into that, I'm going to allow testimonies. If you have a testimony this month, or there's a testimony. This year that you have been nursing in your, in your mind, I want to share Just come over to the right and stand in a queue. And Pastor Tayo, you will interview them. If you have a testimony, come out to the right-hand side. Now, before the testimonies, I want to say this to you. that I was having a conversation with the Lord about the month of July. Because the Lord has spoken to me concerning June and July. I've shared that with you. And this scripture came. The Lord gave me this scripture. And I would like to read the scripture to you. If you know you have a testimony before I finish this reading, please be there. If it's only one person, I will take that person and I will move on. It says, look at Psalm 149. Psalm 149. It says, praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. Listen to this attentively. His praise in the assembly of his saints. His praise, where? Now listen. Let Christ's faith tabernacle rejoice in who? I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. Anywhere you see Israel, put your name. It says, let the people of Zion, Christ with tabernacle, be glad in their what? (coughs) Do you know what? Let me read it to myself. Let Alfred Williams rejoice in his maker. Let Alfred Williams be glad in his king. You don't understand that. Something that will make me glad is along my way. <laughs> I know I can I understand about you. God told me in the midnight of yesterday, read the Psalms to my people. I don't know what your life had been or what your stage of life is, but for sure I know. Christ with tabernacle will sing and rejoice in his Maker. Christ with the barnacle will celebrate and be glad before his king. And then he went further to say, Let them praise the name, his name, with what? We're dancing. Hey, 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 I'm sure the day is just breaking. Somebody say, Amen. Okay, let's read together. One, two, go. Stop. Why did we are singing? Why were you seated? Why did you not carry flag and dance before the Lord? Why did you not celebrate before the one who created you? Why don't you celebrate your king? Whenever we come to church and we are worshiping, you need to know it is God's command for us to do that. And God commanded us to dance before him. You know, each time that we have a situation in church we are worshiping, every time, God is marking what each person is doing. Looking at your heart, recording it, and looking at your attitude, looking at your actions. Those who recognize that any time you come before God, He is the one you must be most conscious of, and you must celebrate and be thankful. It's another opportunity for you to thank Him. After some of you haven't prayed well since morning. Some of you for a week now. You only bless God when you are going out and you pray for Him to protect you. But this is an atmosphere where you where you celebrate your king. Whenever we come before God, we must revere him. He is here in the midst of us. And we must celebrate him. And that's what the Bible is saying. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with tambourine and harp. I have seen a good number of you when you had wedding or wedding for your children or you know your friend and stuff. Or somebody turned 50 or turned 80 or 70 or whatever, and they are singing. I've seen you go out to be dancing, and in the church you are glued to your seats. Unto who should you use your legs? Is it not the one who created those legs? Come on now, answer me. Am I talking to somebody? Look, why should you rejoice more in the party than when you are in the presence of God? It is your state of mind. You do recognize, you know, the fact that where you are in church is His presence. God just came to party. That is church. Whenever God comes to party, He blesses those who celebrate Him. And it's an opportunity for you to break your heart loose. Every manner of dance that you have known under heaven. Dances that had never been created. Out of celebration, anointing take over your legs. I can't hear a from somebody. I will dance for the Lord so that I will not dance. I will sing to the Lord so that I will not sing. May you sing unto your maker. May you celebrate your king. May you dance before the one who gave you the legs. He said, Let them praise him, his name, with dancing and make music to him. With what? Tambourine and. For the Lord takes delight in his people. Did you see this? When you dance, don't care about those who don't dance. They have where they do their dancing. In a short time, we shut those places. Now, and the only place that will be open will be the house of God so that mortal men will come to dance before he who makes the heaven and the earth. When everybody who makes you dance there have gotten converted, all of them will become choristers. And if you can't go to church, you won't find them. Look at what he says here. God delights in his people, he crowns the humble. With salvation. And if you look at here, he is attributing humility to a man who is able to sing before him, rejoice before him, and dance before him. A man who is not ashamed to dance before his maker. Let the saint rejoice in his honor. You must rejoice with singing and sing for joy on their beds. You don't go to your bed. If a Christian goes to his bed angry or mournful or sad, it's because you have not been praising him. A soul that praises the Lord will celebrate his going to bed. He will worship God forever in his sleep. God will be the beginning of your, of your waking. God will be the end of your sleeping. You wake up singing praises, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless on him. You wake up in the morning and sing, Holy, Holy, Holy. Lord God Almighty, early in the my son, Sarah. And when you are going to bed in the night, you say, Now thank we all are God. You don't go to bed mournful. You don't go to bed fearful. If you've lived a life of worshipping and praising God from the rising of the sun, to the setting of, of the same, the lost name will be your mouth of praise. Somebody say amen. He says, let the same rejoice in his honor and let them sing for their under their bed. May the praise of God be in your mouth. Say amen. amen. And a double-edged sword in your hand. Say amen. amen. To inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples. You did not say amen. amen. To bind their kings with fry- fetters. They are nobles with, with circles of iron to carry out the sentence written against them. Now listen to the last sentence. Says, this is the glory of all he says. Praise the Lord. Put your hands together by the King of Heaven. Let me hear the sound of rejoicing in the house of the Lord our God. Let me hear the sound of rejoicing in the land of the Lord our God. The Lord had given all the land of good things. We will press on and make it mine. Lift up your heart and worship Him. Let your soul worship Him. In the presence of the Most High, thank God for His honor. Thank God for His goodness, for His glory. Thank God for where He's taking you. You woke up this morning. You are older than yesterday. My car, pal, where you are today is not where you will be in 10 years time. Your 20 years time will be better. My pan, level, he knows everything before the beginning. And he will take you there. He will take you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though darkness may tarry for a while. There is a morning that will bring joy. Sorrow has to do with darkness. The time of darkness shall be over. So every sorrow that tarries shall come to an end. By the beginning of joy, never comes to an end. Celebrate He that lives forever and ever. We worship you, Jehovah. Blessed be your holy name, O King of heaven. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are worshipped. Please take your seats, Pastor. Come and mouth and two-edged sword in their hand. Why? Because when praise is in the mouth, then Fight. The first battle was won by praise. Listen. In the book of Second Chronicles 2020, 20, it tells us have, the whole of chapter 20, when battle rose against Israel, God told them, Go and face them, singing praises. And then I will go fight. But you know what happened? It says. Bible said in verse 6, May the praise of God be in their mouths, that is praise of victory, and a double-edged sword in their hands, to inflict vengeance or to execute vengeance upon the hidden and punish punishment upon the peoples, to bind up their kings with chains and fetters, their nobles with shackles, with iron. Then it says to carry out the sentence written against them, so, we want to carry out the sentence written against the devil tonight. Do you know why? He says this is the glory of the saints. To execute what is written against the devil and his courts is the glory of the saints. In other words, when you stand on the word of God and make proclamation and the devil is defeated, then the saints on earth are glorified hallelujah somebody <laughs> by the word of God the world was made by the word of God everything that is be by the word of God you will overcome the power of the devil. now this is what we're going to pray it says in Isaiah 44 verse 22 25 he who follows the signs of the false prophet and make fools of diviners who overthrows the learning of the wise and turning to nonsense you want to pray and say to God Father. Every wisdom of Satan over my life, over my family, over our church will turn into nonsense. As we enter the month of signs and wonders, the devil will never be able to overcome us. He will never be able to comprehend us. Because the Bible says the light stands in darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. It is the glory of the saints to execute judgment. We foil every science of false prophets. We destroy and make fools of diviners. Every divination of Satan Begin from your life over your life, every size of false prophet over your family, we overthrow them in the name of Jesus Christ. We decree the wisdom of Satan over us, his knowledge to become nonsense. The weapon the devil has used against you before that prevail, it shall fail now, it shall not prevail any longer. We execute judgment by the word of God, the two-edged sword. We make a fool of prophets, false prophets, over our lives. We make diviners fools in the name of Jesus. We overthrow their learning. We destroy the archives of Satan over our lives. Every plot of the enemy over our family, we nullify by the blood of Jesus Christ. In accordance with the word of God. Now begin to pray for your area where you live. Anywhere you live, begin to decree. Every plan of Satan for the month of June, I frustrate it by the word of God. I defeat you, devil. I turn your knowledge and your your your, your learning to, to foolishness. Your counsel shall not stand; it shall fail. Pray for this borough. Every plan of Satan for this borough that we are. For Lewisham also, Greenwich and Lewisham, where we are located. For Birmingham, anywhere our churches are located in the whole world. Germany and, 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 and Ireland we nullify the name of Jesus. Pray for London, that the council of Satan will not prevail in London. Pray for the parliaments. Our parliament is a new parliament, that God will prevail in our Parliament of Great Britain. Satan will fail. All his wisdom will turn to nonsense that God will endow his spirit and power upon our parliamentarians' house of lords in the decision that they will be making. They will not be able to make any decision that comes from the pit of hell. All their decisions have been from God. We turn the wisdom of Satan to nonsense. Every trick of Satan over this nation will cancel it by the blood of the Lamb. We pray that God will prevail in our land. Jesus will prevail in this land. We decree in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. By the word of God, the two-edged sword will cut down the altar of Asherah. Every medium, the power of medium over our United Kingdom, we cut it down. The power of our witches and wizards, we cut them down. Satanism, we cut down. Every manipulation of Satan, we cut them down. In our judiciary, in our, in our parliament, in our police force, we cut down every manipulation of Satan by the word of God. We pray for the counsel of God, the wisdom of heaven, from the house of Lords to the parliament to the judiciary, to the police force. Let God prevail. Thank you, Jehovah. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. Verse 26 says, He who carries out the words of his servants and fulfills the predictions of his messengers. You want to predict to your life what your life will be next, next month. Let me say something to you. Let me say this to you. Let's face fact. Each one of us know what our weaknesses are. You know what you are struggling with. The Lord made me understand in this week that one of the problems of Christians is that they don't, con- they don't confront God with their weaknesses. They don't ask God for, you know, in the area of their personal weakness. They are always looking out to other, other people, what the other people are, are and what they are not. But the Lord said, I should tell the church, you know, look at yourself and tell the Lord about yourself. Things you want to achieve, why you have not been able to achieve it is all you. I would together now, if you have been praying very well before and you are not able to pray anymore, something is wrong. Any good thing you have been doing before, you are not able to do it anymore. Something is wrong. Both in the spiritual, in the physical, something is really wrong. But if we ac- accept those wrongs, that is the reason why we coexist with them. And anyone of sort that came from demonic influences, we are not able to overcome it because we haven't spoken about it. For God to prevail, you must speak the word. You know, in the beginning, the Bible said, God created heavens and the earth. It says in verse 2, now the earth was void and empty. Okay? And it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the deep. Nothing changed until God spoke. Nothing changed until God spoke. Now, he says in that scripture, therefore, I, have put, uh, I will carry out the words of my servants, And fulfill the predictions of my messenger. Predict something about yourself. Prediction is to say to yourself what you want to happen to yourself. Not what people say about you. Lift up your voice and begin to speak. God will carry out your words over your life. Tell the Lord, every prayerlessness, I command them to be uprooted from me. Now that your presence is here, oh God, I seize the privilege. Yay! Tell the Lord, restore me back to my original. Restore my lost strength. Some of you used to see visions before. Now you don't see again. Tell the Lord tonight, restore my sight. Restore my zeal for you. Restore my heart towards you. Tell the Lord. My Lord, my Lord. If your family have been invaded by Satan, tell the Lord, restore my family tonight. You are the restorer of hope. Restore my hope tonight. He said, he will say to Jerusalem, you shall be inhabited. Begin to speak to your, to your desolation. Begin to declare every area of my desolation be inhabited in the name of Jesus. I decree my Jerusalem to be inhabited. He said your towns of Judah shall be rebuilt. Begin to declare all my, all the things the devil has destroyed. I command them as I enter Jude to be rebuilt. And he said their ruins shall be restored. Begin to decree restoration for yourself, for your life, for your home, for your family, for your neighborhood, for the church. Now the month of, uh, of June is the month of signs and wonders. Speak into the month. Speak into the month. Speak into the month. It shall be so. For me, the month of June shall be month of signs and wonders in all the periphery of Christ with globally. And the King of heaven shall visit every church under Christ with banako The power of God will flood the, 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 the churches like a stream. And the glory of heaven will overthrow. The Holy Spirit will take the sharing wheel. Progress shall be upset. God will invade our home groups. He will invade our families. He will invade our hearts. Heaven will invade our churches. In the name of Jesus, the lame shall walk, the blind shall see. The dead shall be raised, life shall be restored. Hey, he shall be the mother of power in the midst of CFT he said the angel that was speaking to me left and another angel came and said Say to that young man the Banaku, shall be a city without war every wall around CFT church are crumbling right now for the Lord shall be the fire around you the Lord shall be the wall of fire around you the Lord shall be the wall of fire around you and he shall be the glory within Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Speak in the name of the Lord. Baboro Bobo Bobo Shikaraba Baba. Yea, Lord Jesus. We bless you. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. given. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Please, quiet, take your seat for, give me 15 minutes. My children, some is their friends. Some is their parents. Let me say this to you. If you can please the Lord... If you have a child who run away from God, leave him, he went on a holiday. (laughs) Holy Ghost, by fire, by force, he will arrest him. Because the covenant of God with the righteous is to their children and the fifth generation at the minimum. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. If your husband has been the impediment in your life, don't worry. You are going to the month of June now. Holy Ghost will slay him where he is. You heard that sister say that she was visited by the Lord, serving in tongues. I have known men who didn't want God. And God went and arrested them by force and filled them with the Holy Ghost. When God slapped you with the Holy Spirit, <laughs> let me see, one of my friends was one day, he was a murderer, a killer really, and he went to take a certificate to go and murder. And the government gave him license to kill. So that, my friend, decided to go to Syria, this same Syria, to go and kill Christians on his way to Syria on the road to Damascus. Without wanting Jesus, a light shone from the sky. He fell to the ground. All the people around him saw the lightning and the flashing. The light did not come as a friend. He came terrifying. He came with such a potency that no one had to preach to my friend. He fell to the ground and said, My Lord, what shall I do? Anyone that belongs to you that have been contending with God, God will slap them with Holy Ghost. As I go into the new month, they, will, they say one who appeared unto Paul, that he does not need to introduce himself By that terrific appearance, he will terrify them. They, with their mouth, will say, My Lord. Now, listen to what God had told me to tell you. Tonight, I will introduce it because on the first, second, third, we are going on a good journey. First, second, third of June, the journey begins. Or should I say, the journey began? Because if I say the journey began, it means that we are entering into it. This is what the Lord told me to show you. Listen to this and write it down. Don't let anything of this world turn your eyes away from your God. This is Christ with tabernacle. Look, look, look at me first. All of you look at me well. I will not preach the gospel if Jesus did not appear to me. Not... By mind. With his mouth he told me to go and preach. And he has time for everything he does. And he had told me about this year, which I have informed you from two thousand from nineteen ninety nine already. There's a writing I'm making now, publishing about this year. He told me. I'm saying this to you because. You know, when God called Moses by the burning bush, when he first told his story, people didn't believe him. Really, his own brother and sister didn't believe him. But eventually, when they saw some shaking, they believed. A little sign, they believed. But let me say this to you. 600,000 of, uh, people followed him at the beginning. 600,000 people followed him. But among the 600,000, the the, the the wilderness tested them. 500 998 died. Only two from 600,000 who believed in him. You see, when he sent them to the land to spy, everybody came with, they had become worldly, they had mingled with the hidden. So they had testimonies to terrify others that we can't make it. God promised Moses we are going nowhere and they never went anywhere. But you see, the second thing is that the number of people that entered Canaan were 3 million. 600 left Egypt. So what happened is that the parents that refused to comply, God gave children to them. Because in chapter 32 to 33, God told Moses, I will kill everybody and I will make children from stone. Moses begged God, God said, okay, I've had you. But you know what God did? Those people who did not believe, God cut off the covenant from them because the covenant he had was with Moses. God appeared to people for others to enter Canaan. That's why God doesn't appear to everybody. You are a lawyer, God bless you, doctor, God bless you, nurse, God bless you, teacher, God bless you. I am a servant of God. Two different things. God called you to be your lawyer on earth, to be your doctor and be your, your engineer, accountant, and make money and stuff. So, in the knowledge of your field, you have no equal. But God, Jesus appeared to me. I've been to heaven several times. I've stood in the presence of the Father, the one who made heaven and that. The Father, four times. So my testimony is sure. And God promised this year don't let the test of time. This week, we will get there. You will celebrate. But every one of you should buckle your shoes. The month of July, from the month of July, CFT will be given the wings of eagle. Somebody met me in um, in uh, Leeds last weekend. One of our members from Birmingham. She couldn't wait to tell me what she saw. She told her pastor, "What God had promised." it will fulfill. What God had caused me to do over the years is to set the foundation right. That is the reason why our message is not compromising. Okay? Now the foundation has been built. All what you have seen now is just foundation. But July, The house shall arise. So, keep patient. Keep patient. But this is what Jesus told me to tell you. Look at John no, for a second, second Corinthians chapter three verse sixteen. Shall we together? This is the cathedral, isn't it? Shall we the cathedral way? Stop. Read it again. I want to read it one more time. You know, I've been teaching you about this now for about four or five weeks. But I want to take you into another dimension of it. What the Lord told me. Every area of your life that things are not going right, that is in line with what the Bible says, the Lord is waiting for you to turn to Him. Okay? It is when we turn to him, that is recognizing him in who he really is, truly is, and understanding what he truly is, that is when we will see manifestation. Someone can be sick in his body and had not returned to the Lord as a healer. Others who have turned to him as a healer are getting healed around him, but he remains in the sickness. Until the day he says, I had enough. And the day he turns to the Lord, he says he had enough, that's when the Lord will strike. I want to show you the story of Jesus Christ in light of this. Look at the book of John chapter 11. We'll go through some things in John chapter 11 together. John chapter 11 from verse 1. Now, this is a beautiful piece of story that everybody loves. In Christendom. It's one of the messages I preached during crusade. You know, but I won't preach it today. I'll just show you some things. I want to show you just some few things. So that we will just, um, we will start preaching about this from first. Is this my own? I put down my iPad. I picked up another. God will renew your life too. This is not what I came to this stage with. How they put my iPad inside this gorgeous looking case protective. Now look at my friend Jesus. He now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary whose, whose brother Lazarus was and now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. Now I want to listen attentively. So the sister sent words to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Now, people who love God can fall sick. That's the first want to look at. And we'll look deeply into that as we go in for second and third. So, because you love God so much, doesn't mean that bad things can happen to you. Bad things happen to Christians. Okay? Jesus didn't tell you that you won't have bad things. He says, In this way, you have many troubles. Even if you look at the life of Jesus, when I take you through, you'll be amazed how terrible things happen to Jesus. Okay. It says, When Jesus had this, Jesus said, said This sickness will not end in death. Now, Sorry, no, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. So whenever you have sickness or ill faith, you must know this. God permitted it so that Jesus can be glorified. Have I seen something together? Okay? Now, can you understand this? Jesus said that the sickness will not lead to death. That this man will not die. Yes, okay. So Jesus loved Martha and his sister and Lazarus. For for the Bible to be saying that Jesus loved a person or a family, you know that they must have been very very strategic to him. All right, especially very very important to his ministry. They yeah, are different from far away friends. They are people who carry the yoke of the ministry, who are there for Jesus day and night. And of course, it says, "Yet when he heard that Lazarus was sick." He stayed where he was two more days. Jesus heard that his friend was sick. He didn't rush there. Are we together? <laughs> Some of us will be very angry if you call pastor that you are sick and you didn't a pastor. Your, the whole of your antenna can rise. But you know something is because you have lack confidence in the God of the pastor. Because when you are looking for the pastor, his God is with you there. And if you have called on the God who sent that man... He would have showed up there. I would together now. These people, Jesus said is very bad. They said this, the friend, his best friend, he's badly sick. He didn't go there for two days. Then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. This is where the trouble begins. Because Judea, a day before, a few days before, Jesus was in Judea, if you read chapter uh, 10, they wanted to stone him. And he had to run away from Judea. They wanted to stone him just a few days ago and now send the disciples that, look, we have stayed here for two days. My friend was said to be very, very sick, but I know that he will not die anyway. Let's go to Judea. And the the, the disciples were shocked. And they said in verse 8, but Rabbi, they said, a short while ago, the Jews tried to stone you and yet you are going back there. Hmm. Listen to what Jesus replied. Jesus answered, are there not twelve hours? I love Jesus. He provokes situations that will make people question him. So that people can hear mystery that become legacy. Or in law, they call it dictum. He said, Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? A man who walks by day will not stumble. No. For he sees by the light, the world light, the light of this world. It is when he walks by night... That he stumbles and he has no life. And he's using this to help you understand. A Christian who walks in the light cannot stumble. If everything you are doing as a Christian, you are doing it in the light of the word of God, you will make blunders. you like will be regretting all over your life. But the moment you step out of the word of God, finish, you stumble, you regret. There are some things people get into, you know, at younger age, that they don't think very well. When he's telling them, say, I don't have my life to myself. And they soon grew up to about their mid-twenties to recognize that, ah, I have blown it up. Some of them just get fed up and frustrated. If they don't have anyone to to help them, put them right. Or rather encourage them. The fact is this. Because you're in the light, don't step out of it. There's nothing in the world. You know, people come out of the world and they thank God for delivering them. And he also say that, look, if I had known Jesus like you people, it would be very strange for someone who had been in Jesus now to be stepping out of him. Every stepping out, you stumble. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, our friend Lazarus had fallen asleep. Now, if you look at the answer Jesus gave, it doesn't look relevant to the question, isn't it? <laughs> he didn't answer their question about Judea. Now he now said that, okay, now, he says as he was falling asleep. But I'm going to wake him up. <laughs> Whatever has fallen asleep in your life shall be woken up. You are entering a new month, the month of June. Signs and wonders will not bypass you. It is the covenant of God with us from the beginning of the year. He says his disciple replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant naturally. You see, something you must learn from Jesus Christ is this: He does not call things that that are as if they are uh, 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 things that are uh, as if they are not. It calls things that are that, that are not as if they are. Now the situation of this man was dead, but the fact that that is not is that he is alive. Now, two things. Your word, the word of your mouth to yourself or to your circumstance is very significant to what happened thereafter. Okay? So don't allow circumstances to change your word or faith. So that you would define yourself according to the ill faith. I would together now. Always stand by the faith, which is the word of God. We'll talk much about that. But it says... I was there. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go. Hmm? Go to him. Verse 16. Then Thomas called the demon, said to the rest of the disciples, Let us go, that we may what? That we may what? I can't hear you. on the board, because I will tell you to read the verse when I read the verse. I'm going to read verse 17. How many of you are like the demons? Hello? They are, they are Christians, but they are always carnal. I would gather now, when you talk the things of the Spirit, they can't catch it. They'll be saying that, do you think that is possible? It is possible. If it has been possible for some people before, It will be possible for some people now, and it shall remain possible for those who believe. It says on his arrival, verse 17, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been Been in tomb for four days. Isn't it? Is that correct? So Lazarus was in the tomb. But let's read verse 4 again. I want you to read verse 4. Not all of you are reading it. I want to strike something for you. Open your eyes if you are in the spirit. Now come back to cathedral. Read verse 4 on the screen together, shall we? Then look at verse 14 and let's read together. stop. Did Jesus lie? No. No. Because Jesus knew that Lazarus would die and he said Lazarus would not die. Let me tell you something. Look at me strongly. Every covenant of God for you in the Bible is contrary to your circumstance. Okay? The word of faith does not comply with the word of flesh. That is the reason why it does not matter what happens around your life if it is contrary to what is written. It is fake. So the man was dead and Jesus knew the man was dead and Jesus said the sickness will not lead to death but yet he died. Come on, understand the logic behind it. If Jesus said the sickness will not lead to death and then Jesus said he is dead. What Jesus meant therefore, This man, if not dead, Buried, verse 17 said for four days. So, when Jesus said the signal will not lead to death, Jesus meant it. If death contravenes the command, death will give up the body. This is to show you how God operates. Jesus said that, worship the, Lord. the Bible says, worship the Lord your God. He will cause his blessing to come upon your food and water. Exodus 23, 25. It says, No will miscarry your land and none shall be barren. I will take away sickness from among you. It says in the book of Isaiah three, I am the Lord who healeth thee. Now let me say this to you. If Jesus told you that he will protect you, and then suddenly you are in the midst of danger, do you think the protection is off? No. 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 Jesus promised you success and you failed. You are going for an exam, he says that you will pass this exam, and you failed that exam. Have you failed? You haven't failed. Listen to me. It is for you to get a better result. You will do it again and you get a better result. Jesus said, my friend, will not die, knowing that he is dead. So, listen to me, therefore. Jesus does not die. I told you some time ago that God's God, God in, his, in his power. If God says that, if I ask all of you that, what is the color that I'm touching here? What is it? What is it? Say it loud. It is white. It is white, isn't it? That man with the camera, what jacket is he wearing? Is it black? It's black. Alright, now let me say something to you. If God was talking to you and he says that what is the color of that jacket? And you say it's black. And God said, no, it is red. Do you know something? What happened to you is that there is a filter in your sight that is changing the color of red to black. Now when God says to you, it is red, and He said look it again, by the time you turn to it again, you will discover it is red because the filter has been taken away. God never gets it wrong. Jesus said the sickness will not lead to to death. And in the physical, they declared Him dead. Not only that, they buried Him decayed for four days. Because our time is gone. I want to show you something and stop there. I don't know how to to do this. Now, (laughs) let me show you something. How would Jesus said, promised that he would not die? He died. Think about it. So, when they got there, Jesus said that uh, as he was going, the sister came and said that if you had been here, your friend would not have died. (laughs) <laughs> and Jesus said to her, Don't you believe, Mary? I have the resurrection and the, death, and the life. And he said, yes, we know that on the last day we will resurrect. So that guy knows the Bible. He's a good Christian. There are conditions that face people in the physical, that if you cannot void yourself of carnality, you will be arguing with God. You'll be arguing with God. Do you know something... But God wants you to believe in him. God wants you to believe whatever he says is just what he says. Even if the physical is different, what God says, that is what it is. Listen to me. So Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus. When he was going there, and he said, okay, take me to the tomb. Now there is something that you will see when we are going through this. The Bible says after Mary came to him, Mary wept. And when Mary wept, Jesus wept. You will see that. Look, one day the Lord took me to heaven, and He told me that He wanted to show. You know, at the end of that scene, He told me that the reason why He brought me to heaven was He wanted to show me a secret about prayer. And when we got to heaven, what happened was that somebody was praying and pleading for mercy on his knees, but his eyes were dry because of what the person had done. And the Lord turned His back and said, going away, and He said, "I will not forgive you." And I screamed out of my intestine, and I I stretched out my hands, my belly on the floor. As I was crying for the person, the whole of my eyes was filled with tears. And the Lord Jesus was moving, and I saw that my tears was like a rope, and he held his leg, and he couldn't move anymore. And when he couldn't move anymore, he stopped, and he turned back to me, and he said, Son... I forgive him because of you. And he said, go and tell my people on earth. If anybody would ask me anything, in this way you have done it, in this mood that you are before me. He told me, it is impossible for me not to answer. You know, what happened to many of us is that we go to God asking God for things, but our heart is not broken. And what the, Bible, the book of Psalms says that the one that God esteems is a broken hearted. You understand? We always wait until the situation bites us terribly to the place of severe pain before we shed tears. It's an element of pride, immortality. Weep before his temple. Joel chapter 2. You know, rend your heart, not your garments. We must come to the place of penitence before God. And Jesus will have to. Why? Because whenever you really cry from your heart, Jesus cries. But you see, that is a cry that comes from a broken heart. I would gather now. Not a cry that comes a pretense. You know, there are some people who can cry. They pretend. If you don't know where they are, they are in Africa. I don't know in england too maybe there are some crying babies in england too yeah 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 we see them on television they they would will, they will take handkerchief and uh, <laughs> that's the crocodile tears isn't it? crocodile i think english people are the one who say crocodile tears because african they have crocodile they know you don't cry <laughs> the word crocodile tears come from england now now listen to me in africa somebody will be dead and you be seeing people crying, ah, yeah, ah. Ah, ah. and they will be hitting the floor, rolling on the floor. They have no connection with the dead. For God's sake, they don't know Him. They are not related to Him. They don't love Him. Even some of them will be. Who are these enemies? Will be shouting, hey, hey, and when they put their face on the on the side, they will laugh a little bit. Ah, ah, uh-huh. And there are some families in Africa, they are professional whalers. When someone dies, they will pay them to come and wail. some people. I was, I was going to bury somebody in London here, and in a culture where people will. And then when I told them, I've warned them, when I conduct funeral, don't cry. If you cry, you won't like it. Because two people cannot cry at the same time. I am... Crying the word of God. You are crying. And So when we got to the, to the cemetery near Lushan, the person just was crying, disturbing. I want to read the Bible. I could not read. Because she is disturbing. And she saying that, let me die with him. Let me go into the grave. I want to jump in the grave. You know what I did? I pushed the force. Excuse me, leave her alone. Woman, come. My duty is to name people, wed them, and bury them. Enter. <laughs> Enter the place. <laughs> and you know, and when I said that, you know, she stopped wailing and she back off. And two minutes, I can't find her again among the crowd. Because maybe she thought that this, this priest will carry her and dump her there. That was the end of her cry. So they were in the time of Jesus Christ. When Jesus said, show me the grave, people were wailing, they were crying, they were shouting, Tears, weeping, and stuff. Jesus said, show me the grave. They said that he must be smelling by now. He had been dead for four days. All the body has decayed. It doesn't matter how decay your condition is. Jesus will give your life into you. There are people who will with people but he hates the people. When Jesus said, open the grave, the people who were crying, in a few minutes, immediately open the grave, they started laughing. How can you be sorrowful with tears and suddenly you are laughing? You understand that there are not people who are really sorrowful. They were laughing. But Jesus said, Open the grave, they opened the sepulchre. And the Bible says, Jesus looked up to heaven. Today, let me say this. He is still looking at the Father's face on behalf of you. It does not matter what your condition is tonight. No matter how decayed he is. You know, when Jesus sent the word now, which is according to verse 4, that he did not die, he sleeps. He woke him up. Nothing else, he said. Come forth. The Bible says the voice of Jesus penetrated into the tomb. All the decay had the voice, and the, the decomposition decomposed back. That is the law of reversibility return. What has happened for four days, which is systematic decomposition of the cells of the body, uh, organs, you know, ruptured, corrupted and stuff. When Jesus spoke, everything began to reverse back. He didn't get a new body. He's the old body. But everything began to reverse back. It doesn't matter how much your cancer has eaten deep. (laughs) By the voice of the Lord Jesus tonight, he will come back to life. I remember one day I was in Jamaica with some of the members here. I think Dick uh, Nesmalin was there and a few others. And the night before, the Lord told me that tomorrow's meeting, I will heal a cripple boy. So I told all of them, watch out for the cripple boy tomorrow morning, Tomorrow is evening. And we ministered. And I asked, where is the person with the crippled boy? Nobody came out. Nobody came out. But the Lord has said, I will heal a crippled boy among those who will healed, God healed so many people that day. And when we finished, we were going. Everybody had gone. And as I came down from the pulpit, here with Pastor Phil, was they came to call me the elder. He's uh, one of the Deacon's uh, brothers. He came to call, call Pastor... He said, look at, look at, this woman just brought a crippled child. And they brought that child, you know, about um, seven or, or so. And they brought the child in the, the, in the wheelchair, paralyzed completely. I asked, what is the matter with this boy? They said that when the boy was born, at one year, five, uh, one year six months, he had uh, meningitis or something like that. They took him to the hospital and the end of it was that he became paralyzed. And they could not heal him. They've been to Obioman. That's the first time I heard the word Obioman. I said, what is Obioman? They now told me that in Jamaica, that is the witch doctors of Africa. They call them Obioman in Jamaica. And she told us all these stories. Listen to me. I'm talking about God exalts his word above his name. You must believe what he says. Okay? I asked the woman, were you in the meeting? She said, yes. That's all I wanted to know. Jesus didn't tell me I will heal the crippled boy after the meeting. He said, I will heal the boy in the meeting. And when nobody came out because she said she was ashamed, she was afraid. She'd never been to a Christian gathering before. You know, sometimes you have to recognize people. Sometimes when God gives word of knowledge, they are coming to the church for the first time. They've never had that before. It looks strange to them. So they wouldn't physically respond. I said, if this child was in the meeting, then he had been healed. And we were talking, everybody was looking. And I took the boy in the hand and I drew him up. And the boy started walking. He was totally, perfectly restored. The woman was shaking, almost collapsed. Why did I not pray for that child? Because Jesus said, I will heal in the meeting. In the meeting. I can give you a series of testimonies about the word. The Bible says he said his word, he healed the people and delivered them from their chain. Jesus said, Lazarus is not dead. Stand up on your feet. You are going to speak in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything that the devil, the enemy has put to, to death in your life, begin to command them to come back to life. Decree in the name of Jesus. As Lazarus heard the voice of God in the grave of Jesus and came back to life. You will begin to speak in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do. If you are watching me right now on net. The glory of God is around you where you are. Command those things back to life. Anything that is misbehaving around your life, in your home, in your family, contrary to the promise of God. Speak resurrection into those things. Hey, Lord Jesus. Father... Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Listen to this. I want to pray with you. Men swear by someone greater than themselves, and the oath confirms. What he said, and put an end to all arguments. By the oaths that have been taken through the shed blood of Jesus, every argument of your life, I put an end to them. Yeah. What call kind of this argument is this? God promised this, but this is what is happening. And some have said to you, but if you are a Christian, why is this happening to you? He that sits in heaven shall laugh tonight. Yeah. I say by the oath of the blood of Jesus, every argument of your life are put abase. It says, because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised. He confirmed it by an oath. Because God confirmed his purpose for you by an oath, the Bible says. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, surely as I purpose it will stand. Everything fighting against God's plans in your life. Every manifestation working against the purpose of God. I shut them down in the name of Jesus. Because God signed by his blood to make the oath. Everything that the devil has orchestrated. Everything that you are suffering because of your past mistakes. The Bible says, Blessed are those who sins and be forgiven. And whose transgression the Lord will never count against them. If the Lord never counts your transgression, I command that you will be withdrawn in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It says, Because God wanted to make his unchanging nature, the answer of his, of his purpose very clear, to the ears of what was promised, he confirmed with an oath, God, all that, by two immutable things, in which it was impossible for God to lie, he might have a strong consolation, who had fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before them. Because you have fled to Jesus for refuge. Every hope that Satan has shattered before you, I command them to be realized tonight. Every dream that Satan has shattered, I command life back tonight into them. Every family that Satan has shattered, I rebuild the devil of that family in the name of Jesus. I command life back into those families. Everyone who, who was rich among you, who had money among you? But the devil, through various mistakes of life, had crushed you and brought you to nothing. By the power of He who promised, I shall not leave you nor forsake you. By the power of He who promised, I will open the storehouse of heaven and I will send you rain. The power of He who promised and said, I will break down the gates of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches stored in secret places. You devour and rebuke in the name of Jesus. As Gates of iron be broken. Gates of bronze be taken away. That of iron be broken. Treasures of darkness release unto God's people. Rain from heaven fall upon the works of our hands. Because revival is about to happen on earth. Those among you that God had marked to use. I command your heart to be stirred up. If you are listening to me, paralysis, if you are paralyzed, walk in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are blind, receive your sight in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are sick, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are oppressed, you are free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Those of you who are supposed to be used mightily by God and you have been incarcerated, receive life again. Those who are fine among you, be restored one more time. Receive a new heart again in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Those of you who should be the finance house of the church, that God has called to the ministry of health, and you should be rich in every way, wealthy. But Satan had clogged your mind with various things or had hindered you here and there, hemmed you all over. If I, I command walls to be broken in the name of Jesus, I release the word of God upon your hand. I decree in the name of Jesus, receive it. Angels of God begin to bring wealth to you. Angels of God begin to share the power within you. Everything you touch, shall turn gold. Everything you touch, shall turn gold. The Lord will grant you wisdom that will produce the wealth. He will release the power through you to produce the wealth. Your words shall create employment for many people. In this new government changes in the world, you shall prosper. In this new government changes in the world, you shall prosper. As power is changing hand from man to man, today, power change hand back to your hand. Prosperity power come back into your hand. Flourishing come back to your hand. Whatever the devil has used against you before shall fail from this hour. Some people are frustrated. The spirit of frustrated man, I banish it from among you. Some people are proud. The spirit of pride, I rebuke it from among you. Because the Bible says God receives the proud, proud and he gives grace to the humble. The spirit of humility that draws grace. Receive in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ. Some of you have some attitude that Satan had given you or society had given you. We stand as an opposition against you from fulfilling the word of God. Such attitude I put them to death today. Yeah. When Samuel anointed Saul, and Saul left the presence of Samuel, uh-huh. the Bible says God changed the heart of Samuel, of Saul, and gave him a new heart. It is after the Saul's heart was changed that the power of God came upon him, the Holy Spirit came upon him in power. Father, You call Samuel to rule. He had the build to rule. But he did not have a heart of a ruler. There are people here that you have called. But the heart they have is different to their destiny. To search. Receive new heart in the name of Jesus as a mother. Yes Lord. You will succeed in everything. It was Mercy that located Bartimaeus and favor rested upon him. As you leave my presence today mercy will locate you. From the throne of the Father mercy will come for you. Favor of heaven will enwrap you. Anywhere you go the grace God placed upon man will work for you. Doors shall not be shut against you. So shall it be. And so it is if you came here with arthritis, blood pressure, diabetes, sickness in the blood, sickness in the brain, in your nerves, in your joints, in your marrows, in your bones, in your organs, kidney, liver, pancreas, and heart, in your eyes, in your spleen, in your spine, and spinal cord, discs, sleep discs, every problem within your, your, your waistline, your to Every sickness I command them to be removed in the name of Jesus The Bible says Every tree that my heavenly father did not plant Shall be pulled from the root Whatever is in your body that did not come from God Be pulled out in the name of Jesus As of Nazareth I release the peace of God upon you So shall it be And so it is In Jesus' anointed name We are praying Somebody say I'm free In the name of Jesus, I'm free. free. Say to somebody, I'm free. free. Do you know something? Lift your oil up and let me pray into your oil. The Lord was telling me twice. I said yes, Lord, because the Lord told me to anoint you for next month. uh, Yeah, yeah, for next month, which we're going for the month of July. Yeah, when I anoint you for next month, we're preparing for the month of July. Month of July. Something will shake the world. <laughs> Hallelujah forevermore. The King of heaven cannot wait to redeem his jewels. Lift up the oil. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the anointing oil, the office of priesthood was marked. By the anointing oil, the kingly office was commissioned. By the anointing oil, missions were commissioned. And the Bible says how God himself anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and power, and he went about doing good. And in the book of James, he said, Is anyone sick among you? Let him take the oil and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of the saints shall heal the sick. If oil does not have a potency as you have created it, you will not have said, anoint them with oil and pray. And you said, the prayer of the saints shall heal the sick. For effectual fervent prayer of the righteous. You will have told Moses to lay hands on Aaron dry. But because oil has to do with you, The book of Psalms says, for the Lord has anointed me with oil of gladness. How, King of heaven, I speak. I call this oil sacred oil of anointing. Father, by the anointing of this oil, the purposes of heaven shall be fulfilled. If any sick shall be anointed with this oil, they shall be made whole. Father, favor from heaven will rest upon mankind. The supernatural will happen. And Lord, the natural shall give way. Transcendent manifestation of the kingly power from heaven shall descend upon man. And as you have done it before, you will do it again. And your name shall be glorified. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Somebody say Amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Jam your hands together for the King of Heaven. Amen. Hallelujah forevermore. Amen. Please let's take a seat in the heavenly places. Before I invite uh, Pastor Josiah to come and take the offering, and we are closing the meeting, I would like to welcome anyone.